Hey guys, here to do another podcast for you. So, I first off want to say that I apologize for not sticking to what I said I was going to do last week. Uh, a lot of stuff sort of happened, sort of behind the scenes in personal life, and sort of kept me from being able to record. Um, and yeah, there was really not much. I could do about it. I had other things that I had to focus on. And so hopefully this week will be different. Um, Obviously today I did not get one out. um, Which just didn't happen for reasons. And I apologize for that. But moving forward you will hopefully get a podcast on Wednesday and Friday. And we're going to try to keep to the schedule Monday, Wednesday, Friday, for sure. Maybe something's on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, I'll probably do another podcast tomorrow on Tuesday, whether it be short or long. I don't know. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about, but I know I want to record something since I didn't get anything out at all last week except uh, one episode. And then, of course, I did... The first episode of Top f- Top Five with my friend Nate, um, so that was cool. If you have not checked that out, please go check that out. That would mean a lot. And be sure to go check out his podcast for the next episode, which we talk about on the podcast. So go check it out. Um, but yeah, so the only thing I really have to talk about is I recently watched Tolkien. And uh, I actually watched it Saturday night. And I wanted to sit on it for a few days before I really did a review on it. Because I wanted to get my thoughts in order. Because I knew if I didn't, I would be more all over the place than I am when I do have all my thoughts together. Uh, The simplest way to talk about this movie is this. If you know anything about J.R.R. Tolkien and his life... uh, you will probably enjoy this movie more than someone who doesn't. But hold that thought. If you're somebody who doesn't know anything about Tolkien, you might want to veer away from watching this movie. Because this movie focuses on things that they shouldn't pay as much attention to and less attention to things that I feel really mattered. And it also covered a period of his life which I didn't expect them to spend so much time on. The the um... Okay, let me start here. Let me say this first. Nicholas Holt and Lily Collins were perfect casting as J.R.R. and Edith. They call him Ronald in the movie because that's what they called J.R.R. by in real life was Ronald. Um, Because his whole name was John Ronald Raul Tolkien. So Ronald, um, Nicholas Holt was great. I mean, just everything you could want. He was exactly who... I think he really did embody who I pictured Tolkien being in real life. Which, hey, 
that's what you want in an actor. And same for Lily as Edith, you know. I mean, just one of a kind, really true um, to, I feel like, who she, who she was and the, and, and the way she personified her. But I now understand why it took so long for them to get this movie up. Because I don't know if any of you remember, but way, 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 way back, years ago, when this movie first sort of reared its head, uh, Tom Hiddleston was actually in talks or in rumors or, um, and then eventually was cast as Tolkien. And it was, I believe there was a different director on board, like the whole shindig. And then for whatever reason, things fell apart. He left the project because obviously he was really busy with Marvel and he probably just didn't have time to do it anymore so he left the project and then Tolkien sort of went to a typical place that a lot of movies go into and went into the air and then suddenly you know we got news on it again and um Nicholas Holt was cast Lily Collins was cast there was a bunch of other actors brought on board and we started seeing real movement on the project Looking back, though, and it was a while ago, so I don't remember all the specifics, but looking back, it is one of those things where I'm like, oh, I get it now. If they're working with the same script that they were working with before, I wonder if it was one of those situations where the director came on board, Hiddleston came on board, they, you know, they really started working on things, and they were like, you know, this isn't going to work, you know. And it might have been one of those things where, I don't know, the Tolkien estate is notorious for being very clingy uh, with Tolkien and his work. It's why you haven't seen any of his work made into movies or TV shows or anything other than The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, because those are the only things that the rights were given away for so as of right now i think maybe the similarian was given the, the rights were given too but i i don't think so though i think it was just the hobbit and lord of the rings so that's why we're never gonna see a similarian movie we're never gonna see you know the children of her or any of these other stories of his because hollywood quote unquote does not have the ability to do it Tolkien Estate has not given the rights away for that to happen, which is really sad because Tolkien has a lot of stories um, and even his estate is in the process of releasing a bunch of his stories that have never been released before, which is really cool. So walking into this movie, I was super excited to watch it. Just I feel like this was the perfect time for a movie like this to happen. You know, I don't know if they plan that at all for for the movie to come out and then come out on you know blu-ray just in time for you know one book one new book already came out and i believe another one was supposed to come out before the end of the year and then i believe like one or two books is supposed to come out a year for the next so often um amount of time so you know i'm like this is really cool i'm excited for this but you know, 
will it be a movie that I buy and add to my collection? 100%. Um, that's not me telling you it's a good movie, though. I'm saying that I am a... Tolkien is my favorite author. I'm not a big book reader, but he absolutely... I love his writing style, the way he pulls you in. He's so descriptive, and I loved just having a movie about him. And it's one of those things where, look, you know, 10, 20 years from now, we might get a better movie about Tolkien and his life. But since I don't know, as a fan of his, since I don't know whether we're ever going to get another movie about him, you know what, I'm going to take what we got, you know? I'm going to take what we got. We got we got a pretty half... We got a half-decent movie. Um, it's not a failure by any means. My actually favorite part of the movie, though, was the score. My favorite composer, Thomas Newman, did it. And if you're a fan of his, you don't even have to watch the movie if you don't want to. Just go and get the soundtrack to Tolkien because he, he did it again. He did such a good job with the music in this. There's a few tracks from this movie that I for sure want to find because they're they 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 gave me goose goosebumps while watching the movie. Um, you know, I think the movie worked a lot better than it did because of the music because it really gives a lot of heart and soul uh, to what is happening. So, as far as rating goes, I will give the movie... I think I'm sitting at a solid six. It barely barely makes it fresh. Um, Which is sad which is really sad because I really wanted this movie to do better. But who, who, oh well, you know, who knows, you know. Um, Maybe maybe you guys will enjoy it more than I did. Who knows? And if you do, that's awesome. We don't all have to agree. That's what makes the subjectivity of film so wonderful. So, hey, you know, if you've seen the movie, let me know what you think. Uh, Tweet tweet out at me at pshu89, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace out.